Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Right at the Heart. I'm your host, Kara Knight. The month of October is almost over and it has been filled with lots of pink, raising awareness and supporting the fight to end breast cancer. You may not know, it's also Women's Small Business Month. And today our guest is Cassie Meisenheimer, the publisher of a brand new multimedia publication in Texarkana called Texarkana Monthly. The first ever printed edition will be available in just a few days on November 1st. In this episode, she talks about this new business venture, what inspired her to start her own small business, and offers words of encouragement for women who may be thinking about doing the same but haven't built up the courage to do so. She even shares something she's currently involved in that has her stepping outside of her comfort zone, but it's for a good cause. You're listening to Right at the Heart, a podcast focused on sharing inspirational stories from our communities presented by Farmers Bank and Trust. Along the way, you'll learn about managing finances, news about community events, interviews with local leaders, and more. So get ready to be inspired as we get right at the heart with Farmers Bank and Trust. so much for having me. I'm very excited and grateful that you wanted to spend some time with me this morning. Yeah, and uh, you may not remember this, but I remember meeting you several years ago at Dine on the Line in Texarkana when I lived there, and you were working in marketing, I believe, for a nonprofit organization. Yes, so um, I had worked in the magazine business for about 10 years, maybe a little more, and then I left to stay home and be a mom to my kids. They were, I think, probably two and three or three and four when I quit. And while I was being a stay-at-home mom, I went on a mission trip. And as we all know, God works in ways that we can never comprehend. And so I went on a mission trip to Rwanda um, with something called If Gathering. And it was about 30 women. None of us knew each other. We literally mainly cross paths in the Amsterdam airport. We kind of all met up. I met a few in the Dallas airport, but we went on a trip. And while we were in Rwanda, we were with something called African New Life, but we were hosted by for dinner one evening by something called Duho. Well, um, you know, we met them, had dinner with them that night, got to learn about the organization And then about a year later, I guess it was after my mission trip, they were looking for, do hope, the organization was looking for a marketing and development director. And it just, it was so crazy because I had randomly met the executive director while they were on the mission trip. And my background wasn't marketing, it was sales, but yet, you know, they kind of correlate a little bit. And So um, I ended up getting that job doing marketing and development for Do Hope, which worked with women who were in sex trafficking and sex slaves and um, sold their bodies. But the nonprofit took them in and taught them how to make jewelry and educate them and everything like that. 
Well, I still have those earrings I bought that day. (laughs) So I'm still supporting. (laughs) I love my do hope stuff. And, you know, it always has a special place in my heart and that I still keep in touch with them and everything. And they're still trying to get me back to Rwanda, but going to Rwanda two and three weeks out of the time with, uh, out of the year and uh, on one trip is it's really hard with kids and a husband and a family, you know, in Texarkana. Yeah, absolutely. I understand that. Well, you have a diverse background. So I think that makes it interesting too, for, you know, this new business venture that you've taken on. And so, like I mentioned, there's a lot of different things you know, that's raising awareness and celebrating in October. And one of those things is National Women's Small Business Month. And you started up the new multimedia publication, Texarkana Monthly. So uh, tell me a little bit about that and what inspired you to start it. So honestly, it's kind of something that, you know, obviously I have a heart for women and small businesses, because I always worked for, you know, a woman that ran a small business and I learned a ton from her and respected her. Then when I wasn't working, you know, I worked with women in Rwanda. So it just, I kind of had a dream to be a business owner. Um, you know, like my dad's a business owner and it's just something that I wanted, I had that entrepreneurial dream to, start a business. And my background was in magazines and advertising. And I love it because I I love hearing people's story. I love talking to people. Um, I mean, you and Rachel know that I can come spend an hour just gabbing forever, (laughs) whatever is going on in life. So I just, I love that um, Texarkana Monthly in the magazine allows me to meet so many different people that I maybe would possibly never cross their path. Um, And I get to meet them and share their story. And I get to work with advertisers and learn about their business. And I love helping people grow their business. And there's so many people that I've worked with over the years being in this industry that, you know, is there when they started up and they wanted to buy their first little ad and, to see where so many of them are now, it just, it warms my heart and we talk about it all the time and it just makes me so proud for them. It makes me proud of Texarkana to get to work with so many inspiring people that are also local business owners and, you know, doing amazing things. And so that's kind of why our slogan is everyone is famous in their hometown is because we think every person, you know, is doing something great and we want to share that and tell their story. Yeah, I love that. And I think you and I are very similar in that regard, because I think there's something so special about storytelling and getting to know someone, even if they're just, you know, walking down the street, everybody has their own unique story. If you just take time to listen. And so I love that, that you are sharing those kind of untold stories in your community. Are there any stories that kind of stand out to you? You know, they have been so diverse, like currently for our Talk Tuesday, which is our digital platform that we we publish new stories every Tuesday. For the month of October, we have been doing a day in the life of people with unique jobs. So um, we've had some super interesting jobs from the bullfighter 
that we recently ran to, we have a guy that works on an oil rig, you know, and that sacrifice that they make being away from their family. And then we've had a woman who is a pelvic floor physical therapist, which is kind of an uncomfortable topic for a lot of people, but it's a major need in the community that a lot of people do. And just how we have all that talent living right here. And then we've had a story over a step family and how they were brought together, which is also super relatable to people. No one lives this perfect cherry life with the white picket fence. And it's just, it's kind of nice to just show all the different ways people live. And so, so many, I think every week, every Tuesday, which is what we publish so far is just digital. I get so excited. Like, and so does my staff. Um, we're all like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm so excited about this. So honestly, there's not one that I just love more than the other because I think they're all great. And I, I just, I find it so great. People having the courage to share their story and tell, you know, things about themselves and put themselves out there that takes courage. So they all make me so happy. And I hope everyone enjoys every single story. And I love that you use the word relatable. I think that is so um, vital too when you're telling these stories, because I feel like no matter what the story is, you know, it may be the oil rigger. I could probably read his story and I have very little in common with him, but there's probably something, a little nugget in there that I could relate to him and I think that's the cool part about these little feature stories that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, we are getting ready to publish our first print issue on November 1st. And one of the stories is a guy from Texarkana um, named Michael Ulmer. And he um, grew up in Redwater, Texas. And he is just this amazing, like extremely gifted, talented person with photography and Photoshop. And he's done commercials for WD-40 and Bissell, but then he has his own photography series. And it's, it's very, it's very deep. Like he spends like 40 hours on them. And it's just amazing to me, the talent of like something I don't understand, you know, and, or I don't think that deep because all of these, he, he labels on like comfort and they have a great detail of what that picture represents. And the fact that he can do that storytelling through these photos and everything is just, it's amazing to me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you kind of mentioned it. How is this going to work? I know with COVID-19, you know, put a big wrench in your plans to start printing a bit earlier. So how often are you going to publish the magazine? So we will publish the magazine on the first business day of every month. We are um, going to have stands around town. We'll currently have five outdoor racks that can be just kind of like pickup places. And they're going to have a super fun wrap on them. So they'll be noticeable. Also, all the stands will have a QR code that you can just put your camera on and it'll take you to the website if you don't want to touch the paper product. So that way everyone can read it, you know, safely without touching, but we will have the paper product available. Another thing we're doing is we will be direct mailing them um, to about 6,800 local households on both sides of the state line. So they will be going directly to people's mailbox to ensure that that's another way that everyone can enjoy a copy 
of our print issue. And then we'll also have them around town at local businesses for people to pick up and enjoy. And like I said, everything will always be available online digitally. So you can view it from your phone, your desktop, your iPad or whatever. So really this first issue will come out in just a few days. I was actually at the printer with my husband and my two boys, and we were able to see them run the first issue on the press. So um, it is printed, we know now, but it still had to be binded and go through a few more steps. But the plan is that everything will be completed by this Friday, the 23rd, and they will be dropping them at the post office. So at that point, the mailing issues will be at the dispense of whenever the um, post office gets them in the mailboxes, but they will be dropped off this Friday. But they said that they'll probably start arriving around next Friday, the 30th to to people's post or mailboxes, sorry. And um, we'll probably start delivering them on Friday, the 30th to the local racks and everything. That's exciting and something for people to look forward to. Yes, we are very excited. I feel like we have early deadlines with um, because we are mailing them and everything like that. It requires us to have a get them there a lot earlier. So I feel like for a month I've been keeping a secret. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not good at keeping secrets. I'm very transparent, and um, so I'm. Just- <laughs> so excited. There's been a lot of heart and prayer and work put into it. So I just can't wait for everyone to enjoy yeah. it. Like, it. It's so hard. I want to like send it to everyone right now, but um, you know, we have to learn patience. I'm being taught that's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you think it's important for women to be encouraged and empowered to start, you know, their own side hustle or small business? You know, one thing that I think just getting older, the best thing I've been taught is that comparison is um, the the theft of joy. Like, and I know we live in a society where women and just people in general with all the social media and everything, they want to compare like, oh, this person's here and look at that and da, da, da. And the, the thing is that like, we all have beauty in our lives. If we cannot sit around and compare you know, what we have to everyone else. And we can focus on what God has given us and the blessings of our health and, you know, shelter and full bellies. I mean, there's a, on the other side of the world, you know, people are are starving to death and do not have shelter and things like that. And like, we all live in such abundance around here. And so I think it's important for women and just people in general to, to look at the beauty of what they have. And, you know, when they can find that content with themselves, then they can find that courage and strength to do something else that's been longing inside of them, whether it is start their own business or have a side hustle or, you know, just whatever it is to put themselves out there. They have been given a gift, you know, and a natural talent. And the minute, you know, we can lift each other up and straighten each other's crowns and not rip each other down, we can see those gifts flourish because I've seen it in my own staff. Like we all know our gifts. And when we inspire each other and cheer each other on, it's just amazing what you can do with those natural abilities. That makes sense. Yeah. And not only, I think it's 
you know, it's humbling that you're able to listen and share the stories of people in the community, but you also have to remember if you hadn't have, you know, started this, then a lot of those stories wouldn't have ever been told. You know, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I love this. And I love that my, my family can be a part of it. My husband and my kids, you know, they come home and give me story ideas and tell me things that they've heard. And I love that my friends and my customers and everyone can kind of be a part of our business plan because they know something that we can share. So it's so fun that it's really, I feel like everyone that can be part of this. For sure. And speaking of everyone, I'm sure you have lots of small businesses in Texarkana that you support probably daily. (laughs) What are some of your favorite small businesses there? Oh my goodness. You know, we try to do, um, everything through the small business for, you know, I'm a small business owner. Um, my husband works for, I mean, they're a larger company, but they're still, you know, a small business. And so, you know, we try to eat, we, we love barbecue. We love big Jake's. We love, I mean, my kids love barbecue. They can just kill the ribs and we love, (laughs) and we, um, love Ironwood grill and Amigo wines has probably seen my kids grow up because Mexican food is like a love language to me. Um, I also love all of our just little shops that we have around here for gifts from fanfare and H and N the floral and the gifts place. I mean, they're, there's so many places and Renew and the medical spas. I mean, I, I literally try to hit them all up for every little thing I can think of. And I try to encourage all my friends and everything like that to do that as well. Absolutely. It's what keeps the local economy going. Yes, which is super important. And I feel like when COVID, everything kind of shut down, um, you know, me and my husband were more like, okay, let's try to make sure a few nights a week, like we rotate eating out at these different businesses and, you know, anything, I went and bought tennis shoes, like from Racket and Jog, you know, to make sure to order. And I ordered them online and they shipped them, I think. But I was like, anything we needed, we were doing a lot more exercising, exercising at that point, needed new tennis shoes. I wanted to make sure to buy them local. So to kind of have a mo- a local mindset in every service that we need, even sure. to our banks, you know, we have great local banks as well. And people need to realize that, you know, even y'all's business is keeping the local economy alive, maybe more than some of the big giant box things. Sure. Well, you've talked about the nonprofit organization that you worked with and that's dear to your heart still to this day. What are some of the other community organizations that you have been involved in? Well, funny you should ask. Currently, um, there is the Texarkana Symphony Orchestra, which, you know, to have a symphony in town, people do not, or I don't, I know some people do. I don't think overall people realize how important this is to even like growth and progress and development, because whenever a community is going to have growth, it needs the arts and it needs this and it needs that. So the symphony is huge. The fact that we have that in Texarkana and this size of our town. And currently they are having the um, celebrity conductors 
competition. And I am fortunate enough to be one of the celebrities alongside uh, Brandon Washington, who's a great guy, and Randy Roser, who is also an amazing guy that's an attorney at Haltman Dome, and uh, Jane Portis, who works for the Randy Sams homeless shelter. So I encourage everyone to go online. The votes are $20 a piece. If you do not want to vote for me, I just ask that you support TSO and vote one of my competitors. They're all amazing people and we're all competing to support the symphony. And with COVID, they're not able to do some of their typical fundraisers. So they can use every dollar makes a difference. Every the support locally. Um, I always say if our nonprofits are thriving, then probably our local economy is thriving. So we have so many. We have the Alzheimer's Alliance. We have um, track. We have Leadership Texarkana. I mean, there's so many great nonprofits. And I just, I the Junior League, I encourage people to get involved with one and support it because they all need our help, especially during COVID. What is the purpose of the contest and how people can vote? So the purpose of the contest is to raise awareness. Um, You know, just people that might be in my inner circle or Brandon or Jane's or Randy's, they may not be familiar with the symphony, you know, so it helps raise awareness for the symphony. So more people are familiar that we have the Texarkana Symphony Orchestra in Texarkana. They have 60 plus professional musicians and I don't know any professional musicians that are in the orchestra, but I know people who have a passion for music and that is not the easiest, most consistent job. So the fact that we are able to have 60 of them is pretty amazing. Just in this one orchestra, they have an average of 700 people regularly attend their concerts. So, I mean, there's a huge community that is, you know, behind this and enjoys this. And this is their local entertainment. They have education programs that impact over 3,500 students in grades K through 12 each year. And they also have 45 plus audition student musicians who perform twice a year um, for kids in the Texarkana area. And I think it's so important too, to not only, you know, support sports and things like that, but also the arts for children, because not every child is athletic. I have two boys and they both do play flag football and kind of like it, but my 10 year old is very into the arts. He loves drawing. And I mean, and writing and music, he he's just more that artistic brain. So to me, I want to make sure that we live in a town that has programs to inspire and encourage that little creative mind of his. I think the cool part to me is, you know, for people that may know you or the other three participants, um, you know, if, if you win, you're going to be a conductor. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. First practice on November 2nd to learn. So I was in the middle school band and I played French horn and I was not musically inclined. I usually was last chair and I was there for more of the social aspect. Imagine that. I wanted to go be around people and talk to them. Um, But I am very, I do remember kind of having to do something like it was like one, two, three, four. So 
I'm excited to see if I can actually conduct music that I can no longer read. And you can vote online by visiting their website, texarkanasymphony.org. They have a link on there where you can vote for your favorite competitor. And each vote is $20. And the winner will be announced on December 14th at the symphony show. And the winner will get to perform one song. And I believe it might be Slay Ride, they said. So you have from now until December, I'm sorry, not 14th, December 13th to, to get your votes in. How exciting too. That'll be fun no matter who wins, I think. For sure. And my kids are going to go to the, there's a symphony on November 7th, the happy birthday Ludwig. I think it had to be rescheduled, but that is coming up November 7th. And my kids are coming. And so they've suddenly gotten really into the symphony. So it's already, you know, teaching them new things and new experiences. So I'm very excited. Anyone who meets me knows that I'm going to probably talk to them longer than they signed up for. (laughs) I just love um, having conversations with people. So if you met me, I probably you know, told you my life story or told you a joke that at least I thought was funny that maybe wasn't. So I apologize if I ever did that to you. But no, I just I want to encourage people that if you have a dream or a passion, um, sit down with someone, find you a mentor, find you a friend or a parent, whatever, and just talk it out and, you know, shoot for the stars, shoot for the moon and chase your dreams. And also, if you have a story you want to share with Texarkana Monthly, you can contact us through our website. It's texarkanamonthly.com. Um, we'll also be launching a new website on November 1st. So that will be more user-friendly with reading all of our articles and stuff. But you can reach us on um, through our website or our Facebook page or Instagram or anything because we'd love to hear from anyone who'd love to share their story with us. I think that's exciting. And I hope lots of people will submit their stories because I know that helps you. Yes. We, we, we love having everyone's story ideas. So, and thank you for having me, Kara. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to share your story. So if you live in Texarkana, remember to be looking out for the first print edition coming out within the next few days and check out their new website, texarkanamonthly.com. It's an exciting time for women like Cassie to share their stories. There are now 11.6 million women-owned businesses across the country. 825 are started each day, a number that has increased by 3,000% since 1972. So ladies, like Cassie said, be bold, and if you have a great idea, just go for it. If you enjoy listening to Right at the Heart, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe. As always, for all your banking needs, visit myfarmers.bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.